Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman and Michelle Ferrey, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. We are getting close to February, and it's the time of love, which I just, it just makes me all giddy inside. But I really want to know, what is your time-sucking hurdle that's happening this week? So this is the complete opposite of love. It has been grades and report cards, which I personally do not oh, love whatsoever. No. I just feel like I have been swamped trying to get grades done. And especially with teaching writing this year, I have learned that grading writing is so much more difficult than grading oh, anything hands else. Hands down. And I feel like as soon as I finish grading one assignment, I have another one and I'm trying to get report card comments done. And it's just, it's been a lot. It's overwhelming. I totally feel you. Well, because we are getting really close to February, we figured that in today's episode, we're going to discuss how to put yourself first without feeling guilty. No more. Don't feel guilty about it. So we're kind of going to talk about how to show love to yourself, right? Oh, I love it. I feel that I feel the love in the air. <laughs> do you? I do. Have you ever heard the little phrase that you have to love yourself before you can let someone else love you? No. Oh, okay. Well, you're hearing it But now. it sounds fantastic. And I totally get the point though. So a lot of people say that you have to learn how to love yourself before you can allow someone else to love you. And I think that's the same with us and our students. We have to show love to ourselves, meaning we have to put ourselves first so that we are then able to show love to our students. I relate that a lot to just being a mom. Oh, right. See, I'm not one of those. So you can feel free to elaborate. Yeah. Like it just like with being a mom, it, I have to give to myself. I have to relax myself. I cannot feel guilty about that. I'm going to take, you know, 20, 30 minutes to be able to go do something for me. And I'm not with my child because y'all, let me tell you that absolutely happens. I'm like, I should not be doing this. I should not be doing something fun with someone else and not be with my kids all the time. Like the time that I have with them is precious. And I think a lot of parents do that, but we can't feel guilty about that. We have to do those things for ourselves so that we are positive and energetic. And so when we do spend time with our kids, we're really giving them all of us. So let's talk a little bit about that. Why it's important for us to put ourselves First, I know I've said this in previous episodes, but I'm going to say it again because I just think that it's a really good saying. You have to fill your cup before you can pour into someone else's. Meaning if your cup is empty, you have nothing to give to anyone else. So before you can give to others, you have to fill up your own cup first. And really taking time for yourself helps you to avoid the dreaded teacher burnout. Have you ever experienced the burnout? Absolutely. Of course. Okay. I'm glad you said that. I feel like when teachers claim, oh, I've never been burnt out, either you're still early in your career <laughs> or you're lying because yeah. I just don't understand how you could not ever experience that burnout. I know that I've been in those trenches. I have felt so exhausted, but felt like I had to keep pushing on and it's so difficult. It is. Absolutely. But when we take time for ourselves, it helps to make us feel like a better teacher at the end of the day. Just like for me, when I go out outside of school to do something with a friend, it helps me feel like a better mom to my boys. 
And it also makes you appreciate what you do so much more. So if you're a teacher, when you take time for yourself, it helps you be more present in your classroom and appreciate your students because you're not feeling as exhausted and you're able to better show up for those students or in your case, your boys. Yeah. And when you really think about it, you're being negative, right? When you don't take time for yourself, when you don't give to yourself, you become really negative. And oh, who I ends absolutely up, do. Yeah. Who ends up getting the short end of the stick over here? Your family and your friends. Absolutely. They all sense it. And you just take it out on them. And it's not fair to them. I do that so often and I hate admitting this, but yes. I really do. With my fiance Billy, I he can always tell when I've had a bad day. I will literally come home and within five minutes he's like, Did you not have a good day? And I'm like, No, I didn't, because he can sense my stress. And because I haven't taken time for myself, it's now negatively affecting him. And like you said, it's not fair to him. No, it's not. And you know what? Work will still be there tomorrow. Yep. Your it's job, not gonna go anywhere. Nope. It's not going to end if you don't get everything done. You're not a robot. Bot. Okay, you're a human being. You need time for yourself. And that means you need to put yourself first. So let's talk about how we pour back into ourselves. For me, it's really about not taking a bunch of work home at the end of the day. I have one little bag with only my iPad and that's all I take with me. I also leave all of the papers at school, even papers that I grade. I don't want to take it home. Let's be honest. I don't have time when I bring it home to grade papers. I have plenty of other things that I need to be doing for my family and for myself. I do the exact same thing, Bridget, but do you know what else I love to do? What? I love to treat myself. Ooh. <laughs> do you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Uh, no. Okay. Well, look up Parks and Rec and then look up Treat Yourself. Okay. There's clips of it. You just, you have to go watch it. And if you're listening to this, whenever you're done listening to this podcast, go look it up. But treating yourself, honestly, I know most people's minds is probably going to buying stuff. And that is one way to treat yourself, but it's not the only way to treat yourself. I was kind of thinking like me treating myself is like sitting on my couch with a fire because it's yes. really cold right now with Harry Potter on in the background and maybe like a hot cocoa or another coffee because I love coffee. Treating yourself is really about surrounding yourself with your favorite things, just as you oh, described. I love it. It could be surrounding yourself with the people that bring you joy, such as your family, your friends, your fur babies. Okay. Cause I don't have kids, but I do have two Walter. cats. <laughs> it can be giving you yourself your favorite food or your favorite snack or doing an activity that you love. Something Billy and I love to do are escape rooms and I will treat myself to an escape room and I have so much fun with it. Will you take me the next time you go? Yes, to an we will room? totally do one together. I am so excited. And you know what? Treating yourself can also mean leaving school right when it ends. Absolutely. I've actually been starting this, like, I'm calling it a teacher monthly challenge type yes, thing. Yes, girl. I've been watching. I've been following along. So I started this at the beginning of January. I just wanted a change. I wanted something new. Instead of setting, like, a New Year's resolution or even a goal, I've decided just to challenge myself with something different every month. So for January, my challenge was to leave school right when school ends every single day. And how is that felt for you. It has been so refreshing. I can't even explain to you. I had no idea what a big difference it was going to make for me because I was so used to staying an hour to two or even three hours after school ends to get things done. 
I had no idea how much of my life I was missing out on until I started leaving school right when school ends. And don't you think it almost helps you value the time that you have in school so much more? Yes. So I started becoming so much more productive during my planning time or even during just those little chunks of time that we all find throughout the day because I knew, hey, if I want to leave right when school ends, I need to get my stuff done. And so I was more motivated to get it done. And I found that it took me less time to get those things done because I was under more of a time crunch. I didn't have the luxury of staying after school for hours at a time. So I had to be more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that we have to really consider and think about those days when, oh, honey, you don't look like you're feeling very well. Like you look like you may need to take a day off off tomorrow. I, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down, Bridget. Are you? Like I you're am. Just, like you're looking a little pink. A little like flush. It just, yeah, it just <laughs> looks like you're a little hot. And you know what? I even think teachers shouldn't need to hide behind like an illness in order to take we're obviously referring to a mental health yeah, day. Yeah, totally, if you guys. Hey, figured you it out. Yeah, if you're not picking up what we're putting down, we're talking about mental health days. I mean, this is a little bit of just me going on a soapbox, but I feel like that should be the norm. I almost feel like that should be included in your days that you get from your county. You should have an allotment of mental health days because truly your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Do you know what's so funny is that I was walking down the hall the other day and I came across one of my parents and she's a a, a really, really great parent. I've had her for three years because I've had her son for three years. And I was like, hey, I saw that, you know, he was out the other day. She was like, oh, yeah. She says, hey, I'm sorry. But, you know, every month, one day a month, she gives him a mental health day. So he stays home. They go to round the clock diner. They eat breakfast in the morning together and they go back home and she just lets him have a day. And so she gives a day to each of her kids on different days so that they have quality time with her because she doesn't work. She's at home. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, every day, every once a month, every like, really? Uh, but I totally get it. I do. But at the same time, I'm like, baby, you got a lot of work that you got to catch up on. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Listen, I want her to be my mom because I would love to have that. I personally will just be fully transparent. I'm awful at taking time for myself. It's something I'm still working on. And yeah. that's OK. We're all trying to get better. And thankfully, Billy has really helped me. Like he will tell me, Michelle, you need to stop. You need to do something for yourself. And him and I will even plan date nights. And that's something that I really look forward to as kind of a way to restore that mental health. Yeah. And you know what else I've done recently? What have you done? I deactivated the email on my phone for my school. (laughs) I did, guys. I had to do it. And it really just stemmed from I just started having really severe anxiety at night when I would receive parent emails. Been and it there. was about a situation that it, it just, you know, they end up blowing up because kids take things too personally or they translate things in different ways to parents. It's like they speak to a, in a whole different language when they talk to their parents about what's happening. And I was just getting so worked up right when I was going to bed because it was popping up on my phone. So automatically I want to check it. And so I deleted it. And, and I, how you felt? I feel fantastic. It's great. And then that's going to make you a better teacher because when you go into work the next day, you don't have all of that around your mind because you were able to get a good night's sleep and you were able to 
refill your own cup so you can then give back to your students. Absolutely. And we all want that time to be able to have that time for us to do the things that we want to do. But that means you need to get your stuff done, right? We can't be slackers. We can't just put it all off. We can't Mm -hmm. procrastinate. So you need to get it done so that you can then put yourself first. And you know, we get this question a lot, Michelle. You know the question that, that I'm thinking of. How do we do all the things? Yeah. How do we do all the things? Uh, guys, how do you have a podcast? How do you have a YouTube channel? How do you teach? How do you? How are you a mom? All of how these things. How are you things. in grad school? <laughs> yeah. All of these different things. How do you do it? So Bridget, how do we do it? We don't. We don't. We, <laughs> we don't. don't get it all no, done. No, we don't. And that's the reality. And no one does. And you know what? If they're making it look like they do, either they have someone helping them or they're painting this picture that's just not reality yeah. because no one gets it all done. And we have to say no to some things so that we can say yes to other things. Oh yeah. I've had a lot of things that I've had to say no to in order to say yes. And what you all end up seeing through social media is you see the things that we say yes to. You see all the things that we are doing, but that means that there's other things that we're not doing. I know Bridget and I have talked about when we first started our YouTube channels, how we were staying up to awful times of the morning to be able to edit videos and get them up. So we were sacrificing sleep. And I think we both realized that that was not healthy for us. So we had to make adjustments so that we could get more sleep. But the point is, we're not doing everything. And at the end of the day, it does get done. I mean, really, what's the worst thing that could happen if you don't get something done? If you don't get that one thing that was that needed to get checked off, maybe it was the fact that you had copies that you had to go and make, or maybe it was the fact that you needed to send this email. Like what is the worst thing that is going to happen? Yeah, you're exactly right. And I have to remind myself of that a lot because I am a perfectionist. I am a classic type A overthinker. And so I worry so much about so many things. And I do have to remind myself, well, what's the worst that could happen? And it's important for us to stop feeling guilty when those things don't happen, because that's a reality. There will be things that don't happen. Don't feel guilty about it. Now, you do still need to hold yourself accountable, Mm -hmm. but it's not worth feeling guilty. If you tried your best and you truly tried to be as productive as you could be and you didn't get something done, don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. Do not go around saying, well, Michelle and Bridget said that I need to put myself first. And so you've been putting yourself first for the last like 30 days and you have gotten absolutely nothing done. Guys, don't be blaming that on us. We did not (laughs) tell you you to do do that. But we are telling you to make yourself a priority. Basically, we want you to add yourself to your to-do list, along with adding, you know, make a to-do list to your to-do list. Of course. (laughs) We want you to add yourself, just meaning you can't continually push yourself aside. You do have to make time for yourself at some point. And so that leads me to the big question of what are you going to do to make it happen? And I feel like this is a reoccurring theme. I mean, we're about to give you a little bit of tough love. Guys, we do this because we love you. But here's what I have to tell you. You have to put in the work so that you can take time for yourself. You cannot constantly give time to you and only you over and over again without thinking about all of the things that you have to get done because you're only going to fall further and further behind. And I think it's all about balance. It's finding that balance of taking time for yourself, but also getting your work done. However, if you were like me, 
and you put yourself at the bottom of your to-do list and you find that you're never getting there because I think there are a totally lot of what I do. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people out there like that. We have something that's going to help you. We have created a self-care calendar Yay! <laughs> because we love a good calendar. You can head over to teaching on the forward slash zero zero five in order to download the free calendar because free is our favorite number. Yes, it is. And you are able to use that to help yourself become a priority. Yes. Take care of yourself. And while you're at it, go ahead and post that self-care calendar on social media. Tag us in it. We would love to be able to support you and be your personal cheerleaders. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you are notified every time we drop a new episode. And that is every single Thursday, guys. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.